Direct from Fort Me, Maryland, this is Dinfo's Live. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Dinfo's Live. I'm Major David J. Murphy, an instructor and your host for today's program. Last year, we welcomed onto the program three of the Defense Media Activities Defense Media Award winners. They spoke to us about their award-winning work, the things they learned from their experience, and what tips and techniques other creators within the field could use to help elevate their craft to set themselves up for success in the future. And what I hope will become an annual tradition here at DINFOS, we're doing it again. This time, bringing in winners from the 2022 competition onto the program to see what we can learn from their experience. I'd like to welcome to the program Civilian Graphic Designer of the Year, David Perry, Military Videographer of the Year, Warrant Officer Akil Austin, and Civilian Photographer of the Year, Daniel Malta. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. Before we start talking to our panel today, I'd like to remind everyone that Dinfos Live is live for a reason, because we want your questions. So please, ask any questions you have of our panelists in the comments below, and we might just read them on the air. All right, gentlemen, why don't you first tell us about yourselves and your careers. Uh, we'll go and start with you, Warren Officer. Morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone all around the world, whoever's watching, but um, Warren Officer Austin here. I uh, first started off my career at First Marine Division Combat Camera as a combat photographer. Uh, during that time, I was able to, you know, deploy to the Middle East on a crisis response deployment. And following First Marine Division, I was able to go to the Syracuse uh, military uh, photojournalism program. And then following that, I went went out to uh, Air, Air Station uh, Iwakuni, Japan, and then over to back to the States, to North Carolina, to the 2nd Marine Division, and then now the 2nd Marine Aircraft Wing. That's great. That uh, sounds like an awesome career. Uh, how about you, Mr. Malta? Well, I know it looks like I'm still in high school, but uh, I've actually been doing this about 15 years now. I started in 2007 uh, as a Marine Corps Combat Correspondent. Uh, and then in 2015, I got out and started working for the Army. Uh, in that span of time, I've been able to work as a broadcaster, uh, a print journalist, uh, a, a Marine Corps and a Army marketer, uh, digital strategist, and uh, now I'm a public affairs officer where I, I do a little bit of everything with uh, community relations being one of my primary focuses. Nice. And we actually had a question from before the show asking you specifically about any experience you had working with base newspapers. Yes, so I worked for uh, the Desert Desert Warrior News in MCAS Yuma, uh, and then uh, just even last year, the front line here at Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield, we had a newspaper before we moved to the front on front line online. That's great. Okay, good to hear. All right, and let's uh, go to Mr. Perry. I must be the bookend of the age group here. I'm on the, on the ground of the group, so. Um, I just hit my 20 year mark uh, as a civilian employee, uh, all of it working at Hill Air Force Base. Uh, prior to that, I was doing uh, design, videography, photography uh, in the private sector. Um, got introduced to graphics uh, while uh, going through college, getting earning my uh, bachelor's degree in social psychology, and it seemed to help pay the bills and found out I had a knack for it. So uh, I've been doing graphics since 1990. Um, because of that, I've enjoyed the spectrum of what I've learned, you know, between technology and software and, and processes and tools, there's probably nothing I haven't touched when it comes to broadcasting or 
or digital design, web design, uh, print media. It's, it's been an enjoyable career. Well, it's great to hear that you're continuing to take on new challenges and learning new things in your career field. I think that's really excellent to hear. Now, you all have a tremendous body of work, and I highly recommend everyone go to the DMA uh, page on the Divids Hub homepage and go check out your award-winning packages. But can you tell me specifically about one particular project that stuck out to you uh, about that project and specifically what went into creating it? And what we get to start with you, Mr. Perry. Thank you. Um, at some point, you get tired of designing Eagles flags and F-16s and F-35s. So whenever there's a project you can work on that that allows you to think outside the box are the ones I'm attracted to. Uh, special observance committees are, are one of my uh, mainstream clients. And so you're showing on the screen there a project I did for the Black History Month. Uh, what I particularly like about this project is it reflects some new capabilities that I've been trying to learn, which is uh, video and uh, motion graphics. Uh, this is a project that our public affairs office produced a series of, of uh, interviews, um, interviewing uh, local business owners and uh, this video series needed a nice, catchy, uh, engaging intro uh, to those videos. And so that's what this graphic is. That's great. Yeah, we actually just talked about uh, motion graphics in last month's episode, uh, episode 27. So if you're eager to learn more about that, go check out that episode. That's great. Okay, uh, how about you, Mr. Malta? Yeah, I guess I'll talk about the uh, 116th Military Intelligence uh, Best Warrior Competition. So when I look at content, I honestly feel like 50% of what makes a photo great is being in the right place at the right time. Um, and so what I did there was, I, you know, through my networking and through my relationships here at Hunter, Hunter Army Airfield, you know, they actually reached out to me uh, to be a part of this. So I work for Installation Management Command. It's an amazing command to work for, um, but uh, they're one of our tenant units. And so because I built that relationship uh, ahead of time, you know, they, they called me up to get my support. And, uh, and, and that's kind of what led to the largest uh, uh, part of my package, which was uh, the, the photo series. That's great, that's great. All right, how about you, Warren Officer? Uh, so the project that I'd like to you know talk about is the one called Changing the Game. And I really focus on the Marine Corps' force design concept, which is really modernizing the force for naval expeditioning warfare. And some of the viewers may know it, some may not. But what we were able to do was travel across the country from North Carolina to uh, Yuma, Arizona, to participate in an exercise that helped you know First Battalion, Second Marines uh, demonstrate their distributed operations capabilities. And what I really like about what we were able to do with that project was not only was the unit distributed, but we were also able to distribute our content collectors and the Marines attached to me from North Carolina into California, San Clemente Island, up to Barstow, you know, uh, Monterey and uh, Fort Hunter League and in and around Yuma, Arizona. And we were able to showcase using some digital map graphics to show the distributed operations of that unit and showcase what the unit was doing or what the, the division was doing overseas as well in the Mediterranean. So we're really able to capture the full scope of, uh, of the uh, uh, infantry battalion experiment and the distributed operations capabilities in real world 
and also in their final evaluated exercise. So that a, a big project and it took a lot of work to get there, but you know, I think it, it all came together in the end. That's great, that's great. Now, as someone who, uh, myself, I've done the photo and graphic side when I was enlisted, you know, you knew when you had something that might be special, right? When you were going out there, you got a specifically a pretty nice photo or, you know, graphic or video. When you were creating your work, did you have any inkling or feeling that you might actually win uh, the contest uh, before you submitted? And we'll start with you, Warren Officer. Well, you know, short answer is no, not necessarily, but we, we really focus on successfully communicating that objective. So we worked really hard on the project, you know, to get the point across to uh, the the unit, the commanders, uh, the, the Marines within the division. But then on the back end, when you look back at it, you know, a lot of work went into it. So it, it, they should do well in competing and, you know, submit the product and then it wins. But ultimately, I wasn't aware or even keep an eye on it because I was at the Warrant Officer Basic course uh, during the, uh, the competition final. So what that kind of led to was that this was my last opportunity to actually compete uh, as a staff sergeant. So going from a staff sergeant to a warrant officer, it was kind of, you know, the culminating point for me as well that I was able to win uh, as I as I was going through the warrant officer basic course. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a lovely bookend to a career in the enlisted side is having that win as you go on to the, the officer side. So that's great to hear. Okay, how about you, Mr. Malta? Yeah, I mean, I thought I had an okay package, but I did not think that I would take DOD. Uh, there are, I mean, you can go on any Instagram, Army, you know, Marine Corps, Air Force, and you'll see just, just tons of great, amazing content. So did I think that I was, you know, on, on par with all those, uh, you know, amazing people? I mean, not really. I, uh, I had hopes, uh, but I was, it was a total surprise that I, I got it at the DOD level. Great, yeah, absolutely. Okay, Mr. Perry. Well, and just I kid myself into thinking that everything I designed was award-winning, uh, but <laughs> the, the real answer is um, I just enjoy putting together the best product uh, I can for my client, uh, seeing them light up, see, see, you know, to, to produce something that exceeds their expectations is, is the real reward, so, um, at the time, uh, did I think it, it would be even used for the uh, competition? Uh, not necessarily, um, but as I mentioned before, when I'm when I'm doing the motion graphics, that gets me excited, and uh, so I, again, I just enjoy I just enjoy what I do and and uh, making the client happy. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a, that's a big part of what we do and why we do it. Uh, you know, obviously creating award-winning work can be challenging. So talk to me about some of the challenges you faced in creating your submissions. And we'll start with you, Mr. Perry. I think the biggest challenge, I mean, aside from time restraints and deadlines, uh, you know, coming something from out of thin air and getting it done within the next two hours is obviously a big challenge. But, but one of the things I kid around with my my coworker about is um, having to be a furniture mover. You know, taking right. something that somebody else has put together and submit it, saying, "Hey, we need a, a professional product out of it," and they're and they're loyal to it. They want to see their design uh, done. And quite frankly, it's challenging to. Uh, 
it, it's just not a good product, what they're trying to, what they're suggesting. So you still have to do it. You still have to meet the client's needs, but frequently um, I'll still design something else that I think based on my vision of what I think their product could end up uh, looking like. And they end up buying off on it. They end up realizing that, yeah, we do like what you provided instead. And, and, uh, and so it's nice to, to tackle it from that direction as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Mr. Malta. So I briefly mentioned being in the right place at the right time. So as a civilian, uh, no longer a green suitor, I'm not getting deployed. I'm not going on, you know, exercises in the Philippines. I'm not, I, I, I have less opportunities to get those amazingly motivating moments. Um, and, and so for, for me, I think that is the biggest challenge is inserting myself uh, in, in, in events and opportunities to, to capture that imagery. Great, great points, absolutely. Okay, Warren Officer. Yeah, I'd like to say that, you know, the challenge is something that ignites me. And, you know, when I look back, the challenges that I, you know, tackle now are something that may have been, you know, something I would, I was a little bit afraid of coming to the position that I was in when I uh, uh, was uh, selected as the, as a winner. But being able to take a team of Marines, lead them, take them across the country or abroad and successfully complete a task that was asked of us, that's, that is challenging, but, you know, it is, it is what makes the work great. So being able to, or working, working through the logistics of getting across the country, uh, capturing imagery there, uh, pulling back imagery from the Marines forward in the Mediterranean, and, you know, conceptualizing the product for the commanders and, you know, the generals that, that want to see this, this concept, you know, explained in a, in a digestible way. I think those two things, the challenge, the logistics of getting getting across the country and, you know, putting, putting together this package, and also the, the conceptualization of, of the message that, that the, the commander wants to put out. So I think those two things combined is really what makes some of these products really great, but also very difficult to, you know, finish. Absolutely. I know traveling with a lot of camera gear can definitely be very difficult. You know, obviously these are individual effort awards, correct? And so, you know, they honored your ability to create amazing work, but no man is an island. And ultimately we're nothing without our teams. So can you talk to me a little bit about how your command teams helped you out with your projects with regard to perhaps maybe providing editing support, feedback, sounding board, or facilitating in some other way, such as logistics? And we'll go ahead and start with Mr. Malta. Uh, so first of all, quality of life is super important. There's a reason why the Army has a people priority, um, because that enables the warfighter. I'm not an, a warfighter uh, anymore, um, but at, at the same time, my quality of life directly impacts the, the work that I'm able to do. So having a command team that understands uh, what I need, what my family needs is, is important, uh, but then also my, my PAO director he gives me uh, a level of trust that enables me. Uh, he also removes barriers um, that also enables me. Um, so really having those support structures uh, kind of help me do what I need to do to get out uh, content. Okay, great. Mr. Perry? Yeah, our public affairs office has a really strong uh, VI shop. Uh, that can't happen without uh, amazing support from from our command. Um, they provide us the the resources and tools to be able to do you know a quality job. 
um, they also provide us the, the the freedom and and latitude to explore and 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 experiment with new techniques and abilities. And that that's just a, I can't say enough how important that is for us. Absolutely, uh, Warren officer. Yeah, I think we have a really good you know for the Marine Corps we have a really good trust and support chain of command up and down the chain of command and for me specifically when it comes to my my submissions to the packages they my leadership was able to you know facilitate the travel facilitate uh, coordination with the unit prior to us arriving here so when we show up and we get on on the deck we were, we were able to you know find the point of contact and set up a schedule production schedule and we need to get these these shots we need to make sure we get this imagery and it was seamless to an extent and I think the leadership at Second Marine Division was able to, to really, you know, set that up for us. So having that support from them is, is critical, but also the trust to send uh, myself and two junior Marines and to attack to find two other junior Marines that were already attached to distribute them independently to be able to capture that imagery on their own. I think that's that's also very important to have the trust in your in your people to to you know really like complete the task that you you, you send them out to do because uh, on their own they're often going to be in that in that way so we have to we have to give them that trust otherwise we're going to stagnate their their creativity and their independence absolutely trust is critically important you know obviously we've got some creators watching right so what are some tips and techniques that you know really hard and fast uh, tenants that other creators can take that you can provide to them to help them potentially succeed and, and maybe be on this program in the future. We'll go and start with you, Warren Officer. I like to say one tip that I always kind of, you know, bring to a new office is that simple is perfect. And you really need to just refine what you're good at and take all the things that you know. And if you're in video, I mean, you, you have some experience with graphic work or maybe even some photo compositional techniques. And if you just keep it simple and apply them all uh, together with your video, the, the picture's just moving at that point. So just keep it simple there, but like the technique, you know, all your peers, all the resources available to you, the technique is being able to uh, take those things with a grain of salt, take the feedback with a grain of salt, the criticism with a grain of salt, and keep moving forward with what, what the vision is, you know, keep refining a little by little. It's not, you know, leaps and bounds from photography to videography or graphic design to, to photography. You know, it's a really easy thing to kind of, you know, overcomplicate, but it's simple is perfect. If you keep it simple, usually you, you hit the mark. Okay, great. Uh, Mr. Perry. You know, there's a constant stream of, of new tools and techniques available out there in our industry. Um, so what's important is taking the time to, to practice it, um, to experiment with it, uh, oftentimes doing it off the clock when, when you're, when you're doing it. So that way, when you come on the job, you're proficient at it. Um, but for me, focusing on what the, what the client needs, um, you know, being my primary, well, again, that's my primary objective, but as far as a tip for a good submission is I can't stress enough the importance of caption writing. Uh, to give an example, in 2017, I won the DOD uh, identity design. I don't think there's anything particularly stellar about that year's uh, logo design that I did, but I took time to write a good caption explaining the methodology and the symbology behind uh, what I put into it. 
and it was it was effective. I, I think it helped show effort, and as well as explain the the methods that I used. Yeah, no, caption writing can't express how important that is. We had the opportunity at my level to do a few uh, judging at a lower level of the competition, and uh, the quality of captions definitely affected some of the scores. Absolutely, so make sure those captions are within regulations and all the. Uh, instructions so that they are in line with what uh, Divids wants when you upload it. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Malta. Yeah, I'd say artistic subtlety. So um, getting into photography, you know, obviously I'm, I'm learning all of these these techniques. And one thing I see a lot of times is people will learn a technique and then they will overuse mm. that technique. Um, and so I would just say to caution yourself when it, when it comes to uh, learning new techniques. Um, but add all of those techniques together together you know take the masking tool br bring out uh you know the color on somebody's face you know uh you know, add a little bit of extra contrast here and there add a tiny bit of vignette to bring uh your your viewers into the subject in the center of the frame um, but with anything and everything just use artistic subtlety um, and then the other technique that i i kind of use every year when it comes to awards is I, I plan from the beginning of the year. So when I do my civilian evaluation form and I'm building things out for that next year's evaluations, I'm, I'm already thinking about next year's awards. And it's not necessarily about the awards, um, but, but it, it at least gives me something to chase after um, instead of chasing my own tail. So uh, I, I just think that planning early is also helpful. Absolutely, and just make sure you're always staying within those instructions and regs and you'll be just fine. All right, well, let's talk about inspiration a little bit. I think you can't go a day without being exposed to some sort of content somewhere, right? We all have our phones with us. We're all seeing great visuals going through, the, through our you know, eyes and whatnot. So talk to me about who inspires you in, in your career and your creativity. And we'll, we'll start with you, Mr. Malta. Yeah, so first and foremost, really just seeing everybody else out, out in the force. So I'm big on Instagram. When I say I'm big on it, I don't have a lot of followers, but I'm big on looking at other people's pages. Um, and, you know, you go to the Marines Instagram and it literally just motivates me to see what's what's out there. Um, and 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 to know that those are a lot of times E1s, E2s, E3s doing that work. Uh, so that really motivates me. But also uh, looking at individuals. I'm not talking about YouTube gurus. I'm talking about people in the force. So when I was in the Marines, there was a guy by the name of Warren Peace. He had an awesome name, so I, he's easy to remember. I remember him. But he was putting out amazing content when I was a junior Marine. And then uh, fast forward to when I was a civilian at Fort Sill, uh, we had a, a, a young soldier, Dustin Bivens. He was putting out phenomenal content every day. And so really just seeing the people to the left and the right and what they're doing, I think that's that's really what motivates me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he produced excellent content. The name, not as epic, but uh, excellent content nonetheless. Okay, how about uh, Mr. Perry? I'm fortunate. I have a stellar coworker um, who's on top of his game and, and is a, a really good resource for me and giving uh, feedback and input when I need it. And, uh, you know, he's been doing this even longer than I have. Um, but then also outside of him, uh, I'm just, I just have a tendency to be a student of everything that I see, you know, whether I'm watching a commercial or a movie or, or something else, 
there, there's so much inspiration out there to, to derive from. Um, and I find myself frequently dissecting what I see to determine, you know, do I know how to do that? You know, what's the technique and how they achieve that? And, and, and so that's been my approach. Okay, great. Warren officer. Yeah, I would say I don't necessarily have a single person that, you know, I look for inspiration from, but you know, the, the collective, like Daniel was saying is, is really great. And, you know, what's really awesome about the military is that we do a lot of things that are, are in repetition. So that just means that there's different people with different perspectives, different personalities, looking at similar things in a different way. So there's so so much out there that we're able to, you know, uh, look at and and critique and see if we can replicate and and use all of that to you know increase our talent talent base. But you know, there's there's a few people you know I, I might just mention uh, like uh, Gunner Sergeant Donald Holbert over at the 15th Views. A, a great guy, he, incredible shooter when he was still shooting. Um, you know, Staff Sergeant Dana Beasley, she's an incredible photographer. Uh, she, I think she's won a couple competitions, maybe not the MA awards, but here and there, she's she's awesome. And then, you know, uh, Lance Corporal uh, uh, Isabella Mancini, she's over at AFN, Ava Cooney, and there's a different mission set there, but she's still putting out incredible stuff that she's just, you know, not used to doing. So being able to see, like, you know, the Marines, uh, my peers and, you know, fellow Marines out there and service members out there just doing something different every day and a fresh take at, at, at all of it is is what kind of inspires me and, and hopefully it drives my Marines as well. And when they come to me and ask me the question, hopefully I know I have the answer to, to give them because I know those, those Marines as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, all three of you challenged yourselves to learn new skills to compete in the categories that you were competing in. Uh, specifically, you know, Warren Officer and uh, Mr. Malta, you both essentially switched sides in terms of covering areas where you weren't initially trained in. And, you know, again, Mr. Perry, you mentioned learning a new capability for your graphics package. So can you talk to me a little bit about that experience of learning those new skills and what educational resources you used to learn those skills and help continue to improve your skills as you go forward? And we'll start with you, Mr. Perry. Um, traditionally, it was uh, the mainstream was uh, Lynda.com, and that evolved into LinkedIn Learning. Um, but now there are just so many uh, content creators that that are on their game. They just know they they have specialties, and so it's nice to find specialists in different fields that 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 can teach you and on how to use the different uh, tools and resources that are out there. Um, AI is obviously. Uh, an industry that we can't ignore. It's something that I'm, I'm currently learning how to do and trying to find a place where it has a, you know, there's a place for it within the Air Force and, and the products that our public affairs provides. Um, it's It's been nice. And one of the reasons why I've, I've been doing print and web graphics for so long, and I've talked about it before doing the motion graphics, uh, It's it's been nice to to use the online tools for learning how to do that uh, in order to bring a new capability to our office. Uh, I think it's added increased uh, value to our organization and in communicating uh, the commander's mission, the Air Force mission. Absolutely, AI is definitely something we all need to watch going forward because I think it's going to be interesting to see how this and other competitions uh, deal with AI-generated imagery. Okay, how about you, Mr. Malta? Put your ear to the ground, people, because there is 
always free stuff that the Army, Marine Corps, Air Force offers their civilians, and I'm sure their active duty as well. So uh, in the Department of the Army, uh, I think we have all civilians in the public affairs field have access to Udemy, um, which is very similar to LinkedIn Learning. And then we also have uh, career managers. So we have like the CP22 public affairs career field managers, and they always are offering us opportunities. So right now I'm enrolled in Rutgers University for a PR certificate. Uh, so really, ask and you shall receive. Keep your ears to the ground. Uh, stop ignoring emails um, and, and, and read things because there are plenty of opportunities out there to continue learning. Absolutely. Yeah, I know in the Air Force specifically, uh, LinkedIn Learning is free for our public affairs professionals. All right, and finally, uh, Warren Officer. Yeah, first, I'll, you know, I went to the Syracuse program for the military photojournalism program, and that allowed me to, you know, really flex and develop my creativity in different um, mediums. And so I, a lot of what I did there was, you know, some drone imagery, drone videography for myself and for fellow students, you know, they like, who's the guy with the drone who knows how to fly? And they, they would come to me. And then uh, some time-lapse time lapse photography was one of the things that I really uh, honed in on while I was there and refining that technique. But early on, switching over from photo to video, I really looked at uh, YouTube tutorials on how to use you know, Adobe Premiere. And now I use uh, DaVinci Resolve, which has a lot of you know, training classes and, and uh, whatnot on their, on their, their website. I used um, lynda.com a lot at Syracuse because it was uh, free for the students there which I guess now is called uh, LinkedIn Learnings, but uh, it's there's it's too easy. There's so much uh, free knowledge out there, just like Daniel was saying, just, you know, you just gotta go out there and get it and take take advantage of uh, what's, what's available to you that's freely and definitely give that back to your, your peers and your subordinates because you, if you get it freely or you pay for it, whatever, knowledge, knowledge is for everyone. That's, that's the biggest resource there. Absolutely, pay it forward. And I highly recommend looking into time-lapse drone photography as the next step. I also went through the military photojournalism program back in the day. Excellent program. Can't recommend it enough. Now, obviously, uh, three-quarters of the year has passed us by almost. We're all, almost into October. Uh, are you working on anything that you think might have the potential to be a winner next year? Or in the, in the case of yourself, Warren Officer, is your team working on anything uh, that could potentially uh, move the needle with regard to awards in, in the year ahead. Uh, we'll start with you, Warren Officer, on that. Yeah, it's unfortunate I don't get to compete anymore, but it, that's all right. I get to teach teach the uh, the Marines uh, some of the things that we're, we're talking about here. But over here at uh, Second Marine Aircraft Wing, we have a pretty robust retention uh, campaign, uh, but we're really not just focusing on like what goes into retaining Marines, but the individual Marine, the human interest, the personality features, looking into those Marines' uh, lives, their background, uh, some history about them, why they joined, uh, so on and so forth. It, it layers to everyone's story, as as we always like to say at, at Dimpos, is that everyone has a story and why, why, why not tell it, you know? So that's what we're trying to do here, and hopefully some of those human interest pieces actually uh, catch the eye, develop some interest, and, you know, um, compete well in, in this year's competition, and hopefully some of the Marines will see their names in the, in the placements or winners uh, this coming year. Absolutely, I'll be on the lookout for it. All right, how about you, Mr. Perry? It's a little bit of a tricky question for me because uh, for my category, there's five different 
uh, areas of submission uh, to choose from. There's layout and design, digital art, uh, photo illustration, identity design, uh, animation. Uh, but I, I think the thing that stands out the most right now, project that, that is on my plate, is uh, something I'm doing for the Aerospace Museum. It'll be another motion graphic uh, product. Uh, it's something that I've, I've got a beta access to Google Earth Studio uh, that has a, a new capability besides just the satellite images from Google Earth. And I'm hoping that there's a fit for that in my project and you know, applying some new techniques and, and stuff to, to this project. So that's the one I'm hoping to, to be my crowning jewel for this year. Absolutely, that's great. Yeah, I've uh, seen some products with Google Earth Studio, so it's definitely a very intriguing program. All right, how about Mr. Malta? So I'm blessed to live in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, and uh, usually when service members and the military are doing things, it's on base, uh, but we've actually been doing things out in uh, Savannah. So we did a Patriot Day run. I got some great content from that. Uh, starting at Forsyth Park, running throughout downtown Savannah, through all the beautiful live oaks. Um, and then we have a, uh, a best squad, the Army's best squad comp competition coming up, and they're also holding it in downtown Savannah. So I, I think that situational contrast, seeing the service members in, in, a, in a place where they, they kind of seem out of place, uh, is just really great for content. And so I think those are uh, a couple things that I'm looking forward to, bringing, bringing the military out in town. Okay, great, great. Uh, well, I just got word that uh, while we don't have any questions from social media, you're getting a lot of accolades in the comments. So definitely go check those out after the show and make sure to, to like them. Uh, so that's great to hear. Yeah, you all have, have contributed so much and given so much of yourselves today uh, with regard to the valuable information that I know myself and others ha have found very rewarding. But finally, I have to ask you, like any good PA, is there anything else you'd like to add? And we'll start with uh, Mr. Malta. So I think a big thing, I mean, going from, you know, being a green suitor to a civilian, uh, when you're in, you know, in uniform, you're, you're, you're caring more about your, your friends, you're caring more about your soldiers, your Marines. Um, but I, I think it's also important to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Um, when you get out, regardless, you know, let's say you're separated from the military altogether, you're just out in the civilian sector, you know, no, nobody's looking after you. Uh, so competition is important because it helps build your resume. Um, caring about the quality of your work matters uh, because it's building your portfolio. Uh, so focus on yourself because at the end of the day, you, you know you're only going to have yourself to blame if if you make it out after 20 years and, and can't find a job. Absolutely. I mean, with resumes putting together, definitely want to keep in mind those certifications and those awards. Absolutely. All right, uh, Mr. Perry. Well, you're you're probably not soliciting this, but I'm still going to put in a plug for the media awards. I, I personally appreciate we have these media awards. It's nice to uh, not only make the client happy, but have another platform for being able to to showcase our wares, and uh, and and call attention to it. it. It not only is helps the person, but also helps uh, our department. You know, helps the public affairs office, and and showcasing and and showing other people what we provide. So anytime you can upload stuff to Divids, write good captions, um, I think that's worth uh, underscoring. Absolutely. All right, and last word goes to the warrant officer. Take it home. I appreciate that, sir. Uh, you know, I 
I'm going to just say, you know, reach out, uh, you know, get the criticism and feedback from people around the service. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great talent out there. Um, don't don't limit yourself, you know, send your portfolios to whoever. I mean, it could be the three, the three or four of us, however many people are in, in here working uh, the studio right now and listening in, but get your work out there, take advantage of the free knowledge and uh, continue to push. Great, great words. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, gentlemen. That is our show for this month. I absolutely want to thank my guests for making time to be here today. Remember, Dinfos Live is also a podcast, so if you'd rather hear these episodes rather than watch them, you can find them on your podcatcher of choice. Just search Dinfos Live. Join us next month on October 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern when we'll be talking to our 2023 Hall of Fame inductees. Well, that's it for our show this month. I'm Major David J. Murphy, and we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night, everybody.